This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPLX. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate the Father Matters icon. We have here a live recording. You know, we did the Father Fest, and sometimes I just bring out some of the stuff from some of our conferences that we do. We, I have a live recording from Lewis Bland, who is the general manager and radio host of Gospel 868 AM, 860 AM, and the title of this track is called What's Your Gift? So Lewis came and spoke for us at our Father Fest conference, and his topic was What is Your Gift? Jeremy, let's roll that. I started off from the south side of Chicago, a product of a single family home. Dad wasn't there. Dad wasn't there. So I don't know the experience of having dad around. You know, can we talk? Don't, 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 didn't have that experience. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved to have had that experience. But mama was there for me. Although this is Father Fest, got to talk about mama for a second. Because if it wasn't for mama, I don't think I'd be standing here. So we got to give some props for the woman for a second, if you will. Um, if it wasn't for my mother, I wouldn't know about Jesus. Because it was four of us. And she taught us about Jesus at an early age. She taught us about Jesus at an early age. By the time I was five years old, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Because Mama taught me that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. And I understood that at five years old. And since that time, Mama did a lot for me. Mama was daddy. She was there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you hear all the time, and you might have heard this today, that, that women can't tell you what a man could tell you. Or, or a woman can't raise you like the man could raise you. But I'm here to tell you that with God, all things are possible. All things are possible with God. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, even though I wish daddy was there, I praise God mama was there. Somebody was there. So I want y'all to understand that it's important for us as men of God to give honor to whom honor is due. That's the first thing, all right? Okay. And then as I grew up, mama remarried, stepfather. Yeah, he was there, but he wasn't there. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Because I was Louis Bland Jr. the second. I looked like my daddy. Oh, boy. 
So when mama said, okay, and fell in love and got remarried, it was hard for me and that man. It was hard. It wasn't my fault, but it was hard. It was difficult. But one thing I learned, I still respect that man because of what mama put in me. The respect factor goes a long way in life. It'll take you a long way in life, regardless of who's there. I praise God that God was there with me. And a lot of us can't say that because a lot of us weren't brought up in the homes where uh, uh, God's name was even mentioned. But that's why I'm standing here today. Because someone did. Someone was brought up in a house where you hear the name of the Lord. And I was one of those ones that was brought up at five years old. I knew Jesus Christ was the son of God. I knew he died on the cross for my sins. And then as I got older, my mama was so protective of me, I couldn't do nothing. She wouldn't let me do nothing. It was always, mama, can I know? Mama, can I know? Mama, can I know? I thought it was a foreign language for a moment. The old I get, I said, it sounded like we were speaking in tongues. Mama, can I know? Mama, can I know? Every time I asked her, the answer was no. So when I got older, I lost my mind. You understand what I'm saying? When I was in school, respect was there. Mama said, come home, you come home. When I got to high school, I couldn't go to the sock hops. I couldn't do none of that because when mama say be home at a certain time, you better be there or it's going to be consequences and repercussions. Okay, you feeling me? Okay, when I got to, I couldn't even, I, I couldn't even get my Mac on with the women because the sock hop started at 7.30 and mama wanted me to be home by 9. Now, I'd had to do the math. First of all, I didn't have a car, so I had to take the transportation. It's going to take me a half hour to get from my house to the school, do my little dance for a half hour, and stand back out there and wait on the bus for another half hour to get home at 9 o'clock, and that wasn't happening. <laughs> That wasn't going to even happen. So I decided not to go. Boy, did I miss out on it. I'm sure I missed out on a lot of good sock hops. But then as I got older, I realized, boy, I'm kind of glad I didn't do that because no telling what I would have been getting into. See, I had to look at it from the positive instead of dwelling on it on the negative and then getting mad at mama. I hate her. I hate her. You hear what I'm saying? When I turned 18, I lost my mind. Now, I started directing in the quiet church when I was 13 years old. It's a gift. We men, we have gifts. Y'all know what y'all gifts are. Lord gave me, blessed me with some gifts. We are winners. Against the odds, we're winners. We are winners. We can do whatever we can do because the word of God says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So I can because we are winners against the odds. Now, when I was 13, I knew I could sing because my mama and I, we were singing. It was Idella Jackson and the little children there. It was four of us, two girls and two boys. And to, to hear four children from four, five, six, and seven with three-part harmony with mama jamming in the front and we got her back. We got her back. We was jamming for Jesus. It was, a, it was an awesome thing. Got the proof. Don't have time to show you. Got to get the book. When we were able to do all of that, as I got older, stayed in the church, I realized I could direct a little bit. 
three-part harmony. I could teach three-part harmony. Oh, I could sing soprano, alto, and tenor. I don't need the musicians. Nowadays, see, that's just the way the Lord just set me up for a lot of things. At 10 years old, was my first time waving my arms in front of a choir. When I turned 13, there was a choir rehearsal one day, and the choir director, I don't know why she didn't come around, but she wasn't around, and the musician taught the song, but he wanted a director. So for some reason, I, they pushed me out in the front. And the rest that they say is music history. Choir director. Three-part harmony. I don't need the musicians until I'm saying I'm ready for y'all now. Come on. Music has been in me. That's been a gift that God has given me, and we have to use our gifts wisely because people are watching us, men of God. Y'all know what your gifts are. Use it for the kingdom of God, for his glory, all right? So I said all that to say that we have gifts, and God has blessed us to have these gifts so we can do what we can do because we have Jesus Christ. And I wrote some stuff down here for you because I didn't want to leave nothing out. And once I turned 18, once I did all that, I kind of lost my mind for real because I, I, went, I went out and had me a good time, y'all. Now, y'all heard me say that I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior five years old, right? I've been in church all my life then. I'm 52 years old. So I've been in church. For, all I know is Jesus. All I know is the church. You know, had some experiences in the church. I know of some crazy folks in the church. That's why I ran from even preaching the gospel. You got to get the book. Got to get the book. Tell your neighbor, get the book. Yeah, you're going to have to get the book if you want to hear this story. But I said all of that to say when I turned 18, being saved, sanctified, and filled with the precious Holy Ghost, loving Jesus as much as I do, the world was calling me too. And because mama was so overprotective of me, I wanted to see what the world had to offer me. So I went out there, had half of my foot in the church. Can y'all feel me? Anybody getting witness to that? Half the foot in the church, the other half out there on the dance floor. Working it too. Yeah, I know you was working it. Doing it, doing it, and doing it well, right? Mm-hmm. Getting high, smoking weed, drinking my drink, doing my dance, womanizing, everything contrary to what I've been taught. I heard the question being asked by the brother that just up here, did that make me a bad man? Or, or what I just, just got veered off into another direction. But I praise God that even in our bad choices, God was with me. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's why I'm letting you know, man, if you didn't know, we are winners against the odds. We can do whatever we want to do as long as we have Jesus. We can do all things through Christ. Luke 1, 37 says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I know you came to a father fest and here come a sermon coming out. Oh, I can't help that. That's another gift. 
Oh, praise the Lord. So with the little time I have, I want to remind you that for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. I don't care what it is. Dad wasn't around. That's all right. I want to encourage you today. If dad wasn't around, it's important for us to be the men. Stand up and be the men that God created us to be. Someone need to hear that today. Men of God, I start by to let you know today that when your back is up against the wall, and mine have been numerous times, I want you to remember that with God, all things are possible. I don't care what it looks like. If you have Jesus, he's all you need. People say, that's all you need? Yeah. First of all, let me tell you, Jesus is real. He is alive. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. That's another gift. Just had to throw that in there. He lives today. Tell your brother he lives. If, and then tell the other brother, if you didn't know, now you know. Oh, yeah. Men of God, when things look dark, remember there's hope in Jesus Christ. That's the problem with a lot of people in their lives today. They leave Jesus out. If I'm not mistaken, the BET Award is going to be on tomorrow. And you're going to see all them people up there. I want to thank God. I would want to open up the TV and go up in there and find out what God you talking about. Who's God? There's only one God that I serve, and his name is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. Romans 8.31 says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Don't let a setback hold you back, men of God. Yeah, I wish my dad was with me. I wish I had him every time I turn around, he was there. I wish... That could have been the case. But I didn't let that stop me from being the man of God that you see today. I still love my dad. I still respect him. And I tell the, my, my children that's around me that whether you have a relationship with him or not, always love him, always respect him, because if it wasn't for his seed, you wouldn't be here. Think about that. I'm sure you heard everything else today, and I'm good that men covered it all, but now I'm here to tell you that we are winners against the odds, whether dad was there or not. We are victorious men of God. So I want you all to be encouraged and know that today. Don't let a setback hold you back. Some of us have a tendency to feel sorry for ourselves and not learn from our experiences. Oh, well, I already messed up. I might as well. I used to do that. Be accused of doing something growing up. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. Honestly, I didn't do it. Yes, you did. I did not. Okay, well, since I didn't do it, I might as well go on and do something. Just, just you know, it's almost death and life is in the power of the tongue. So uh, uh, since I was accused of doing it, I said, hey, well, I might as well. I might as well. I'm already getting... Uh, 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 beat down 
and I'm telling you, I'm innocent. That's happened to me growing up. It wasn't the best way to, uh, to handle that situation. I'm sorry I did it that way to this day. But I'm here to tell you, we have a tendency to feel sorry for ourselves and then not learn from our experiences. We start using excuses to make us feel as the reason for making mistakes. Using excuses. You know how we can be? Making excuses. I took a drink because it calms me down. Or I I started back smoking because it calms my nerves. Excuses. You know what, men? Sometimes it's just time to man up. Boy, look how quiet that is. It's just time to man up sometimes. Tell your man of God next to you, man up. Oh, man, now, come on now. If y'all going to say man up like that, y'all could have kept that to yourself. Tell your other brother, man up. Yeah, it's time to man up. And stop making excuses. Um, in the fifth chapter of John, I'm going Bible on you. You just remember it. The fifth chapter of John, it talks about the man uh, at the pool of Bethesda. Some of you might know the story. After there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, there was a, uh, in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, a pool, which was called in Hebrew Bethesda having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down to a certain time into the pool that stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. So if you jumped in there the first time that water starts stirring, heal. Now, a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. And I said that slow so you can hear it. 38 years. What's your infirmity today? Hopefully, it's not going to take you 38 years to figure it out. But when Jesus saw this man lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, man, what are you doing? Don't you want to be made well? Why do you keep laying over here next to this pool with your excuse self? Excuses, excuses. His excuse was, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, someone jumps in front of me and gets in there before I do. Man of God, stop making excuses and get into the water. Do you hear what I'm saying? Mm. It's time to turn a difficult situation into a victorious situation. Don't let the odds intimidate you. Don't let the odds intimidate you. I just think men in general have odds against us because we are men. When you look at the society today, Do you know that they would rather pay a woman because they don't pay her as much as they worth? They don't want to give you the job. They don't want to give you the 100 grand. They want to hire the woman, give her the 50 grand, and you sitting outside on the outside looking in. It's almost like we defeated before we even get a chance. So what do we do? 
What do we do? How do we react? What's your first move? Oh, well. Just give up and throw in the towel and just go on out there and act a fool. Be like that song, The Temptations. Papa was a rolling stone. Wherever he laid his hat was his home. And when he died, all he left us was a loan. Think about that. Don't let the odds intimidate you. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. Man of God, it's time to turn a difficult situation into a victorious situation. Intimidate means to frighten or overawe someone, especially in order to make them do what one wants. Mm. The definition of odd means the possibility that something will happen. The chance that one thing will happen instead of a different thing. Don't let the odds scare you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care what the situation is. If Abraham can have a baby at 90, you can start a business at 90. It's not too late because as long as you're alive, it's not too late. Hoping I'm not coming down too hard on you, but some of us got to hear that. Tell your man, tell your man next to you, man up. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm one of those men, I know I'm a man. I know I'm a man. I didn't have daddy in the house, but I know I'm a man. Yeah, I used to do some fighting out there because I had to fight, had to defend myself. And one time, I'm, see, my mama was a teacher, and she used to teach in the school where I was. And I was, believe, I think I was in fifth grade at one time. And, and um, I was in the lunchroom line, and the... the You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. Happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. That was Louis Bland from 860 AM. We'll be back after this. Hey, Father Matters Show family. Will you show us some love? We want the Father Matters Show to be your community and family resource program by providing you right now answers for right now issues. Become a Father Matters Show champion by liking Father Matters on Facebook. If you miss us Saturday night, log on to blogtalkradio.com, soundcloud.com, or fathermatters.org. And share the Father Matters Show with your friends and family. Thank you. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Hope you are enjoying that for this Thanksgiving holiday. That was Louis Bland, general manager and radio host of Gospel 860 AM. You can tune into the gospel860am.com to hear Louis's shows and 24 hours of powerful music. I just wanted to mix that up a little bit for the holiday. Get us ready for the new year. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to Blog Talk Radio. Dot com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. So once again, I just hope and pray that you have an awesome Thanksgiving this week and spend plenty of time with your family and your loved ones. I just want to thank, let you all you listeners know. I mean, this year is almost over. It, is, it has been an incredible year for the Father Matters show with Vance Sims. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your phone calls. Thank you for your listening ear. So I want to just 
Thank you for tuning into the Father Matters show. So continue on, continue on. And if it's in your heart, send a donation to Father Matters so we can keep this show going. We will receive that. We will appreciate that. So just send us your questions, donations, or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel, for an awesome year. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. See you next week, same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you.